0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee.
1: The Lord gave me a message for you this morning. Last week, Sunday, after church, as usual, my wife and I, we go home and we sit back and review the service all over again. <laughs> Can you imagine? We do that every Sunday. I'm talking too fast. We do that every Sunday. We go home, sit back and review. And while we were reviewing, the Lord said to me in my spirit, he said, son, the stars are coming out. I I didn't understand what he meant when he said the stars are coming out. But this is what he said to me. He said, you have fasted, you have prayed, you have praised. Even when, he said, even when a lot of people, you remember at the end of at the and the lord reminded me of this last evening you remember that the end of february towards the beginning of march we were driving to church many of us drove to church and there was not one vehicle on the road you remember that we drove to church and all we had was psalms 116 verse 6 it says the lord preserves the simple i was brought low but he helped me that's what we had for our protection, because you remember back then, the authorities attempted to close down churches. You remember that? I'm sure the Lord said, "I remember those days when you risked coming to church, you praised, you prayed, and you fasted. Now is your time to come out. Tell your neighbor the stars are coming out." Oh, glory, glory be to Jesus. Hey, glory. Now, he, this is what he said. He said, just like God told me. He said, just like I did in Exodus chapter 14, verse 24. You hear me carefully because today today is, a, is an unprecedented day. I need you to hear this word. He said, just like he did in Exodus chapter 14, verse 24. You don't really have to turn there. He said, you remember the Bible say, God looked through the clouds uh, and the pillar of fire. And when he did, he troubled the host of the Egyptians. You remember that? God said to me to tell you, today he's going to trouble that which is troubling you. Yes, he said, I'm going to trouble that which is troubling you. The word for trouble here means confuse, destroy, unsettle, embarrassed, exterminate, vex, crush. God is going to crush that which has been crushing you. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus You hear me? That which has been vexing you God is going to vex That which has been harassing you God is going to harass Oh glory be to Jesus That which has been unsettling you God is going to unsettle Today is our day to come out Oh hallelujah The stars are coming out Oh glory be to Jesus You remember Paul and Silas you remember we were singing this morning freedom freedom no shackles no more chains you remember that song yeah. i'm free <laughs> like paul and silas you still prayed in the midnight hour you still fasted in the midnight hour you did, you still praised in the midnight hour. Now look out, look out. I, I don't know what God has a way of confirming his message. This morning, Minister Dean was praying and he used the word suddenly. He didn't know my sermons. He started praying about loosing and breaking. He didn't know my sermon and I'm there praying. I'm saying, Sebosa. excuse me, that wasn't for you, that was for me. <laughs> I kept saying, God, thank you, master. You have a way of confirming that which you want your people to hear. Are you with me? And so God sent me to tell you, you prayed in the midnight hour. You fasted in the midnight hour. You praised in the midnight hour. Now, look out for your suddenly. There is a suddenly coming. Like an earthquake, a great earthquake. is going to shake up the prison doors that's been holding us. It's going, there's going to be a shaking and a loosening. just like paul and silas shackles from your feet are going to break off foundations of situations which kept you detained have been shaken bands have been broken from your arms because god said you prayed you fasted and you praised in the midnight hour and god said i saw it I said, I saw it, 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 God said. And since you hear me, if you believe what I'm t- teaching today, if you believe this word, I guarantee you, the fast, the fast, the consecration period will end at 6 p.m. tonight. When it ends at 6 p.m. tonight, I guarantee you, answers to prayers you have written down are going to be answered you hear me answers to prayer you see because i said i said all week you need to do what god told you to do we need to do the consecration as god told us to do it there was a time god told us to write down like hezekiah wrote down what what sennacherib told him sennacherib came the assyrian came and threatened hezekiah he sent a letter to hezekiah hezekiah took the letter and he went to the house of god and spread it before god and began to talk to god about this letter god told at the mid mid last week or this week To write down our request And spread it out before him Every request you have written down You hear me Every request you have written down God said it will be answered Amen. For those of you who did not write down no request what to you I have good news for you though You still have until 6pm tonight Still have good news Isn't God a good God I still have goodness You have until 6 p.m. Saints, I have a list as long as this right here. Make it Make it this is your day. This is our time. Are you with me? This is our time. Are you, are you hearing me, saints? This is our day. And so the God who saw us prayed and fasted and praised in secret, he's going to reward us in public. He's going to reward you in public. There is a shaking and a breaking and a suddenly and an earthquake. I want you to repeat this. Look at your neighbor and say, the stars are coming out. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. It is my time to shine. Yeah, it is my time to shine. Yes, it is my time to shine. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I sat back when the Lord said that to me and I began to reflect. And I said, you know, of a truth, the brilliance of stars is only seen against the background of a dark universe. When the sun is out, no stars are shining. It It has to be dark for the stars to shine. What am I saying? You ask, what am I saying? This is what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. You only can see stars when it's dark no darkness no stars let me say that again (laughs) oh glory be to jesus no darkness no stars that's why god said to tell you you've been in a dark place but as of today you are coming out (laughs) oh it's been dark out there dark news it's been dark out there and if you keep your mind on what's happening out there You'll be dragged into what's happening. But I want to tell you, on the authority of God's word, today is our day. Today is your day. Your day to shine. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Stars stars shine, right? That's what they do. You know, I didn't realize what God was saying until I began to... uh, I, I finished... Every Wednesday, for the last three Wednesdays, we've been looking at Isaiah 58. And God said to me, I need you to read Isaiah 58.8. He gave me the sermon and hadn't given me the scriptures. But then I began reading Isaiah 58.8 reads. It says, then shall your what? Look look right here. Then shall your light. light." The word here is shine. Then shall your shine. Break for... Didn't I say suddenly... Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Your light shall light here means I said shine, it means to set on fire, it means divine favor, it means blessedness, it means illumination, revelation, knowledge. Many of you have been asking God to give me revelation knowledge, give me understanding of your word. God said, This is your time for understanding. This is your time. It's going to burst forth on your subconscious mind. It's going to birth, burst forth on your conscious mind. Are you with me, saints? If you believe it. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. A lamp illumination. Psalms 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let's look at, let's continue with the verse. It reads, Not only will your light break forth as the morning, but he said, Your health yeah. shall spring forth yeah. speedily. <laughs> your health. The word health means, listen to what health means. Health means repairing, restoring to soundness. Wholeness. God is saying a repairing, a restoration to soundness, a wholeness is soon to be experienced. Glory be to Jesus. You know, I told myself, I told myself this right here. I, while I was putting this together last night, it kept coming to me. The stars are coming out. I said, Lord, I've heard it enough. I said, I'm coming out and I just step out. I said, not only am I coming out, but I'm out. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh yes, I'm out. I'm out. The devil is alive. Lord, I give you praise. Hallelujah. It says, "A spring forth, sprout, it shall grow. You see, Lord, you know, this is an area I, cannot, I don't even have time to... To explain when the Bible talks about your healing is going to sprout forth or grow, it's talking about God, Jesus taught a principle that I think many, or one day Jesus taught 13 parables on that day, and he taught, he said, The kingdom of God, you remember the parable of the sower. he said, It's like a man a sowing seed, a human So, you remember, he said that, and what he's saying is, In the kingdom, the principle of sowing and reaping, that's how it works. Are you with me? You want healing, you sow a seed, it grows. That's what the word sprout here means. Are you with me? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Whatever you want in the kingdom, the principle of sowing and reaping, glory be to God. So you don't need to have somebody to lay hands on you every time. You sow a seed, you reap the fruit. (laughs) Lord Oh, glory be to Jesus. (laughs) Now we thank God for those whom God has given the gift of laying on of hands. You know that's a gift. Amen. We cannot discount that. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, even if some of us don't have that gift, we can sow a seed. Yes. Amen. And what you say, pastor, what do you mean by sowing a seed? What you do, you get about 10 scripture verses that talks about healing. You got you some Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 and 6. You get you some 1 Peter 2.24. You get you some Matthew 5.17 and so on and so forth. Yes. You get some of these seeds and you and what you do... Yeah, <laughs> Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? The Bible says your health shall sprout. It shall grow. Like a seed grows. Into a fruit and you just rip it. So, so you got the scripture for this and you write, them on the, you write them on the table of your heart. You memorize it. And every time you feel that pain, you just bring up the word. You, you just bring up the wood. You know how I know people are serious about their healing? They have memorized about 10 to 15 scripture verses on health. That's how I know. You cannot be believing God for healing and cannot, and cannot recite one scripture on healing. The reason is you do not know how the kingdom works. <laughs> oh, Jesus took time and taught us how the kingdom works. You plant a seed, you reap a harvest. You Want to be lovely, you so love, or oh, you sell yourself in uh, uh, oh, Hebrews, not Hebrews, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 it says, Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ said. You tell yourself, I am kind, I'm tender hearted. Are you with me, saints? Yeah. That's how you get nice, anyhow. let let me move on let me move on here not only will it sprout but how is it going to sprout in a hurry speedily in a haste because god wants to do it for you right away right away it continues and your righteousness shall go before you the word righteousness here means justice and godly lifestyle the Bible says it shall go before you. And the last verse. And your and the glory of the Lord shall be what? Your re- reward. The glory of the Lord is the visible manifestation of the presence of God. The Bible says that the glory, the visible manifestation of the presence of the Lord shall be your what? That, that only means it's got your back. <laughs> that's, that's all it means. The glory of the Lord has you covered. Has you covered. Amen? Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. I'm still here. He says, let your light. There we go again. Let your what? Your light so shine before men. The word men here means human beings. Why Jesus gave that command to let your light so shine before men is because you're a star. (laughs) Glory be to Jesus. You got some light. Are you with me, saints? Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. And so he says, he says, let your light so shine before human beings. Why? The, the next phrase tells you, that they may see your good works. Tell somebody, I got some good works. Yeah, yeah, I got some good works. They need to see it so God can be glorified. That is how God is glorified. When humans see your good works. The word good here means beautiful and valuable and virtuous good works there are some valuable works there are some virtuous works amen there are some beautiful works that men human beings, need to see so god can be glorified are you with me sense john chapter 12 verse 14 says verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me the works that i do he shall do also and greater works than these. John 14, 12. Because I go to my father. What did he say? He said, verily, verily. And anytime Jesus says, verily, verily. He's about to present truth that you've that's unheard of. Anytime he says, verily, look out. He's about to say something is going to blow your mind. So he says here, he says, I said, he that believeth. He means here, the human being who believes on, 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 on on me not on the government not on account the, the city council oh, hold on not belief in another preacher can i bring it home can i sometimes we need to bring it home not belief in another preacher now let me say something now, now let me share with you what i found out i found out sometimes you got to believe what somebody believes about you before your belief kicks in <laughs> Are you get what i'm saying Are you getting, sometimes you got to believe in somebody's belief in you before your own belief kicks in but it's still belief in god <laughs> oh glory be to jesus he, he he says he says the works didn't we say works right here good works the works that i do He shall do also the works. And he said greater works than this. Everybody is talking about greater works. They forget about the works. Let's investigate the works. works, What what are Jesus' works? He raised the dead. He healed the sick. We we are not talking about the greater works. Let's just talk about the works. I'm listening to... Lord have mercy. You know, it, it is so disappointing. Because here you have... Jesus just giving it all. You know, stretching our faith, bringing us closer, telling us we can embrace the impossibility. And on earth, we have individuals telling us we can't. Are you with me? Jesus is stretching us. He said, if you believe in me, the works I do, you'll do also. People are saying, well, the works he's talking about, they forget about the works. They're talking about greater, the greater works says, we'll be able to touch more souls. You know, Jesus is only one person. There are many of us. We are not talking about the greater works. Let's talk about the works. We'll deal with the greater works next year. Let's just stick with the works. Is, Is that all right? Because you're trying to get over what Jesus is saying. He's saying, if you believe in him, you can raise the dead. If you believe in him, you can heal the sick. If you believe in him, you can make the blind see. Oh, they don't want to hear that. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you with me, saints? Tell tell your neighbor, I can do what Jesus said. I can do. I know it's... it's, Some of you cannot see. It it has to come from still it's it's still it's still coming from your mouth and i understand for years we've been taught otherwise for years we've been taught otherwise but that's all right amen but i'll tell you me i can do what jesus said i can do amen i can have what jesus says i can have are you getting what i'm saying saints? we've got to believe god hallelujah glory be to jesus tell your neighbor it's my time to shine yeah, it's my time to shine. This is my season. I have fasted, I have prayed, I have praised, and now I'm coming out like a butterfly. You're yeah, like a butterfly. Tell you, I have been crawling like a caterpillar long enough. No more crawling. I have been in the cocoon long enough. I have been in the chrysalis long enough. I am coming out. Yeah, it's my time to fly. It's my time to soar. It's my time to fly. It is my time to be skyrocketed. I'm coming up the escalator. (laughs) Oh, glory be to Jesus. It's my time. It's my time. Saints, this is our time. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is our moment. And don't you miss that moment? Don't you miss it? Don't you miss it? You see, God has been looking all from February. My witnesses, from February. He's been looking. He's been looking. His eyes have been looking. Glory be to Jesus. He's been looking. Saying, saying, saying. Where, where are those who used to worship me on Sunday morning? Where is that worship team? Where, where is that church glory? Where, where are my praises? Where are my praises? Where are my praises? And he said, he saw. He saw. And now, glory be to Jesus, it's our time to come out. Amen? Now, let me quickly tell you, God gave me one more verse and one story. Because what I did, when God gave me these two scriptures, when he gave me Isaiah 58, 8, and Matthew 5, 16, we just looked at. I said, God, what I need you to do is give me a story in the Bible to bring this together. Are you with me? I need a story to bring the fasting and the praying. Mm Mm-hmm. And the praising together, and I need you to show me somebody came out from praying at midnight when nobody saw, from fasting when nobody saw, from praising like Paul and Silas, like and nobody saw. I need you to show me in the Bible. Glory be to Jesus. And I began to scour the Bible to look for somebody, and I landed in the book of Jonah. <laughs> hey, glory be to Jesus. You remember old Jonah? Yes, glory be to Jesus. You see, I have never seen it that way. You see, the Bible says Jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the fish. And God said to me, he did not eat, nor he drank. He said, son, he fasted. I have never seen that before. You know the story of Jonah. Glory be to Jesus. Hey, I have never seen that before. And God said to me, where he was, where he was, it was dark in the belly of the fish, but he came out. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hey, do you feel like you're in the belly of a fish? Weeds are tied around your head, around your neck. All you need is praise and prayer and fasting, and you will come out. (laughs) Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Well, give me just 10 more minutes so I can walk through the story. Is that all right? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Old Jonah in disobedience. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. Uh And you know how we are sometimes. You know the story, many of you, many of you like me, you grew up in church school, Sunday school. God told Jonah, go to Nineveh. Jonah has a will, like many of us, we do have a will. You can exercise your will to agree with God or not. Amen. Jonah said, I am not going to Nineveh. That's not what I want. No, that's what you want. That's not what I want. So he went long to Miami. He took the carnival. And headed to Tashish. That's a, that's, that's a new name for the islands, Tashish. God told Noah, head north. He head south in the opposite direction. Oh, glory be to Jesus. And Noah took... Not Noah. Not Jonah, and Jonah... Glory be to Jesus. I'm trying to get the verse. Jonah headed south, but Jonah forgot what Psalms 139, verse 7 says about God. David said, Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? He said, If I ascend up into the heaven, you are there? If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, behold, you are there. That's what he forgot. He forgot that God is omnipresent, like some of us. And so he crawled, he went in a cabin, one of those good cabins, downstairs and fell asleep. <laughs> And the Bible says, while he was sound asleep, the Lord sent a tempest. The Lord sent, God sent the tempest. In the Old Testament, God used to send some stuff. How many of you thank God we are not under the Old Testament? Glory be to Jesus. The problem is, the problem is many of us cannot crawl from beneath that Old Testament rock. Are you with me? We cannot crowd. We love it. We like to go back under the Old Testament. Especially when we are comparing ourselves with other people. And the Bible tells us he who compares himself with himself and among himself they are not wise. Let me move along here. Let me move along here. So they brought up Jonah. Amen. And after after what I call some I call it spiritual uh, uh, I'm looking for a word here. Uh, yeah, they, they did after. Let's have some spiritual deduction Amen They found out the problem is Jonah They deduced that Jonah is the problem He disobeyed God and God sent the tempest God is after his man Because don't, as I said Psalms 139 says Even there your hand can reach me and lead me Are you with me saints? And so they decided to do what some of us do with our, with our friends You know what we do sometimes? We just throw our friends overboard. (laughs) Or just throw them under the bus. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? (laughs) I'm just trying to. It's it's almost one, and I don't want you to fall asleep, so I got to put a little joke in it. Is that all right? (laughs) You You said, No, they don't do that. Keep on living. You keep on living. Uh, And so the sailors threw Jonah off overboard. But this is the wonderful thing. I have never seen that. I've never seen, you know, many times we are taught that the fish is punishment. No, the fish was sent to protect Jonah. Jonah was thrown overboard into the sea and he was sinking. Listen to what he says right there. Can you go to Jonah chapter? Let's go to Jonah chapter one. Jonah chapter one. Look at verse 17 and then we'll read. Then we'll jump over to chapter 2. You got Jonah 1.17. It says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish. How many days? Three days. And three nights. Now that's what you call fasting. He, was, he fasted three days and three nights like Esther. You remember Esther fasted three days, three nights. And she said, I've fasted three days and three nights. Now if I perish, I perish. But I'm going to see the king. Because I know the king of kings and the lord of lords has given me favor. When I fast and when I pray and when I praise, God brings me out. I'm coming out. The stars are coming out. Glory be to God. Hallelujah oh and so he fasted you see it's a fast that was forced upon him do you know we t- we are talking about you know Elijah fasted 40 days uh, um, and um, Moses sorry Moses fasted 40 days when Moses went in the presence of the Lord his intention was not to fast <laughs> he went in the presence of the Lord and the power of God the light of God sustained his body for 40 days. Because he was in the presence of the Lord. He didn't decide to fast. Brother, when you're in the presence of the Lord, your body sustains; Food doesn't matter. Jesus knew about it. Jesus told the disciples, I have meat to eat you do not know about. He said, my meat is to do the Father's will. Oh God, I give you praise. I give you, I'm coming out. Jonah chapter 2. Oh God, Jonah chapter 2, verse 10. Let's read verse 1. Oh, there's a lot in there by. I just got to read it. I'll let you go home. Amen. (laughs) And unpack it. Is that all right? Verse 1, Jonah chapter 2. Then Jonah, what, what Jonah did? We just saw he fasted. What is he doing now? Didn't I say when you fast and when you pray? And when you praise, what happens? (laughs) Hey, God is a I have never seen it. That's the let me continue. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God. Where did he pray out? Out of the fish's belly. Where it was dark and gloomy. There was no, there was no fluorescent bulb in the fish's belly. For three days of darkness, three nights of darkness. And he cried. Verse 2 and I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord and He heard me. Isn't that wonderful? God always hears us. He said, Out of the belly of the He said, Out of the belly of hell. Verse 2 is uh, verse 3. Verse 2. It was dark in there. He said, Cried I. And he said, You heard my voice. Verse 3, for you heard, for thou hast cast me into the deep. God did. Because he was disobedient. In the midst of the seas and the floods. What 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 Jonah is saying when the sailors, when the sailors cast me into the sea? Many of us think, well, the fish was right there waiting for him. No, he started going down. And he's telling, he's saying the billows roll up, the waves came over him. He was about to drown. He said he went down to the point where the weeds, listen, listen carefully. Because you see, when I, when I grew up in church school, they told me that the fish, they had a, a drawing and the big fish's mouth was right there. <laughs> you, you, did, did you in church school, right? Didn't they tell us that? Yes, they did. But let's hear what the Bible says. It says here, he said, For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas. He said, And the floods come past me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. That's what he said. I was drowning. I'm trying. I'm out there. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again towards your holy temple. Jonah said, Okay, I'm done. I'm dead. But while he was drowning, he said, you know, I better send up a, a prayer. I better pray. When all else fail, what you got to do? Pray. pray. Shouldn't that be the first thing we do? Why do we resort to praying last? I'll tell you why. It's because sometimes we live in constant disobedience like Jonah. You know, sometimes we live in constant disobedience. Well, not you, me. <laughs> Amen. You got to be safe nowadays when you speak. The people take offense. That's why it's good, to, it's good to talk about dead people and about yourself. So me, sometimes I walk in constant disobedience. Amen? And because of that guilt, we do not go to God. We wait until we are dying to go to God. And Jonah said, he said, he said right here, he said, uh, wait, uh, verse 4, then I said, I will cast out. He said, I am cast out of thy sight, O Lord. Yet I will look again towards your holy hill. He said, "The waters compass me about, even to the soul." <laughs> he said, "The depth closed me round about." Here he comes, "The weeds were wrapped about my head. At the bottom, how many of you know, at the bottom of the ocean, there are weeds? Yes. He continued in verse six, "I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me. Forever, yet hast thou brought me up. Somebody say, I'm coming out. Um, he brought me up my life from corruption, oh Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I told you, He gave up. He said, When I gave up, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto Thee, into Thine holy temple. Now, He just prayed. He just prayed. I got to move because I'm looking at the time. I got to move. Now, He just prayed. Now, He's going to praise. Didn't we say after you've fasted and you've prayed and you've praised? Here it is, here it is. Verse 8, he starts praising. He said, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. He said, it's a waste of time to look to anything else for God. Because only only God can give you mercy. When you find yourself between a rock and a hard place, Buddha cannot help you. Muhammad cannot help you. Hare Krishna cannot help you. Facebook cannot help you. He continued, he's praising God. He, verse 9, but I will sacrifice unto you with the voice of what? Thank the, pra- the praise of thanksgiving. Jonah is in the belly of the whale, yet he's thanking God in advance for his deliverance. God, I give you praise. He said, I will pray that I have vowed salvation is of what? He said, God has a monopoly on salvation. God alone can deliver. Nobody can deliver like God. Oh, glory be to Jesus. And uh, you get what I'm saying, saints? And the Bible says in verse 10, wh- what happened in verse 10? And the Lord spake unto, Lord, have mercy. Everything has ears. Everything has ears. You know the animals are more obedient to God than we are. They hear God. they listen to God. They listen for God to provide their meal for them. The Bible said, God spoke to the fish. God said, "Fish, That's enough. He's learned His lesson. He's praying. He's praising me. And a dead man cannot give me praise. (laughs) Oh, glory be to Jesus. So I got to bring him out. I got to give him another chance. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you. You know, I I was telling my wife, I live on another chance street. That's the street. The name of my street is another chance. Not second chance. I I I have blown numerous second chances. Not a third chance, just another chance. (laughs) Oh, glory be to Jesus. All I need is just another chance. (laughs) Oh, glory be to Jesus. And guess what the Bible says? For three days and three nights, he's been in the fish. Digestion began to take place. But God has a way of preserving. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? God has a way preserving his servants, his children, his beloved. And while Jonah was in there, the Bible says, God spoke to the fish, and the fish went and vomit Jonah. Spew him out. Can you see him? With bath. Bath all over him. Is it bath? Yeah, bath all over him. I know it's not a pretty picture. It's about lunchtime. Sorry about that. But all the digestive juices all over Jonah can I add maybe he was maybe he was bleached because it's acidic in there you know that and he came out mm, on dry ground on on where dry ground can you give God a praise God, God didn't just put him in the sea brought him out on dry ground he could stand Glory be to Jesus. And when Jonah, now listen here, I got to show this to you. I'm going to bring it to a close. At Jonah chapter three, I think verse two and three. Let me show this to you right here. Can you, can you go? Can you go to verse? I think verse. Can you go to verse three, three and four, four and three? Wonderful. It says, there, So Jonah rose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city. How many days it took to reach Nineveh? Three days. Let us see how many days Jonah took to reach Nineveh. Let's go to verse 4. And Jonah began to enter the city. And how, how long it took? One day. One day. <laughs> I believe when Jonah came out from the belly of the sea. Are you getting me? <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Yeah, but... <laughs> But while he was on the way to do his father's business, I think he stopped somewhere and he got a boom box and he began to sing, I'm coming out. I've got that word. To- <laughs> I think he got some Diana Ross in him. i have the world to know got to let it know oh yes sir yes sir God has been God has been good <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I couldn't help it <laughs> I'm coming out I'm coming out I'm coming out the stars are coming out since I needed to believe that. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. I was, I was wishing, I was preparing this sermon, and you want my heart. You want my heart. And I need you to know, today is a new season for you. Today is a new day for you. Are you getting me? We prayed with you the last time. How are you feeling now? You feel much better? Yes. God is a new season for you because he said to me, he's taking you out. Yeah, he's taking you out. Yes, yes, my, 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 glory be to Jesus, glory be to God, hallelujah, glory be to, Je- you know, sometimes, you know, that, that coronavirus stuff, you know, sometimes you want to lay hands on people, but you are so careful, amen, glory be to Jesus. But ma'am, I am telling you, on the authority of God's word, from now to the rest of the year. A new season. Yeah, a new season. Yeah. Yeah, A brand new person. God said, I've turned over a page in your life. Yeah, a new page. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. For some reason, you came on my heart last night and we prayed for you. We prayed for you. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. Since I need you to believe this word right here, I didn't come up with this message. You know I like preaching verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, verse 4. I like line upon line, precept upon precept. Are you with me? I like to unpack the verses that way. But that—that's um, a message I got from God. He said the stars are coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got some shining us, and we are coming out. Yeah. We are coming out, amen. Yeah. With some with some valuable works, yeah. with some virtuous works. Yeah. Let, let, let let me ask you, what's wrong? With you. For some reason, the world would have us, and I hate to see only the world, some, the church would have us, think that asking God for things is wrong. Are you with me? When Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who, you on you know the verse, why do they let us feel guilty for asking? What is wrong if you just need a spouse? Tell me, what is wrong about that? You tell me, what is wrong if you need just a better vehicle? Why do they want us to feel guilty for asking God for that? What what is wrong if I just want three, four, five more kids? I mean... (laughs) I mean, what is wrong about... Yeah, you get what I'm saying? If, let me ask you, if you, as a human being, you have the power to give that to your kids, would you give it to them? What about God? Don't let them, don't let the world and some religious leaders shame you into asking God. God said, Ask so that your joy may be full. God wants your joy full. What's wrong? Ask God for a spouse. Ask Him for us. Nothing wrong with that. Don't let them shame you into stopping. Ask God. What's wrong with wanting a bigger house? What is wrong? Nothing is wrong with that. Right. Right. And I'm saying that because I've met, I've met some, I've been, I speak with a lot of Christians and for some reason I'm getting the impression that we are, we've been shamed in asking God for things. What's wrong in asking God for your own business? What's wrong? Now if you're, now if you're, now if you're stingy, you are, you got a problem. But if you're a giver, what's wrong in that? Because you're just going to give more. Money, money, what money does is is amplify who you are. So if you're stingy, you're going to be stingier. If you're a giver, you're going to to give more. That's all money does. What, What is wrong with that? What is wrong? You hear me? Do not let the world shame you into asking your father. He said, ask so that your joy may be full. For that matter, he said, he's bringing us out, bringing us out of that poverty, bringing us out of that lack. Can you, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you you do a Can we do a little demonstration? You remember when I am? I forgot the name of that king. I'm not sure if it's King Josiah. He came to the prophet, and I stand corrected. Don't you call me and tell me it's not King Josiah? Okay. I stand corrected. One of the kings he came to the prophet, and he said. I want to whip that nation that's whipping me. And the prophet told him to take a stick and beat the ground to indicate how many times he wants to defeat his, op- his opponent. He, out of no faith, he took the stick. One, two, three. And the, a spirit of slap came over the prophet. And the prophet, the prophet said, Boy, if you had beat the ground until... The wood got destroyed. That's how, that's how you defeat your opponent. But since you beat the ground three times, you'll only win him three times. And then he's going to whip you. Because the Bible says God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. I'm going to ask you to stand and demonstrate your coming out. That's what I want you to do. Are you with me? Because you don't take it light when i say on three come out i need you to jump out are you with me glory be are you getting what i'm saying saying? because because not we cannot waste time are you with me tell tell your neighbor before you jump tell your neighbor i'm coming out I'm, i'm coming out tell him i'm coming out i'm coming out and after three we are going to jump out are you with me and when you jump out, say I'm out. One, two, three. I'm out. Hey, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Oh glory, I feel that, I feel that. I feel that. I feel the presence of the Lord. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Glory, glory, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I'm out, I'm out. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Man, I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I'm out. That is what the praise was about. The Bible said God inhabits praise. And when God's come, he brings deliverance and freedom. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, hallelujah! 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 Glory be to Jesus. Now, if you've been looking, you join us looking. I need you, if you are not saved, brothers and sisters, I need you to accept Christ so He can bring you out of your challenges, of prisons, psychological prisons and and bands and shackles and habits. So you can sow as God ordained for you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And so if you're not saved, I need you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. He came to take me out. I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Say, thank you, Jesus, for
0: bringing me out. Amen.